Thank you, Smitty. Thank you for being a good friend to me and to Old South Church in Boston. Isaiah's gifts of the Spirit, wisdom, understanding, counsel, strength, knowledge, piety, wonder, memorialized way high up in our windows. These gifts of the Spirit are the prelude and precursor, the prerequisite for Isaiah's vision of the peaceable kingdom. The peaceable kingdom can't happen without leaders blessed, informed, and animated by these gifts from God, these gifts of the Spirit. And you, lest you wonder, you are those leaders. The peaceable kingdom, there's the bit about the wolf and the lamb and the calf and the lion getting on, but there's also this, a vision of humans who, listen now, who don't hurt each other. Imagine that. That's the prophet's vision for what our national life should be like, peaceable, no more hurting each other. Well, we're not there yet. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Five years ago, when June Cooper and Deb Washington, Ruth Pertillo, and I were laying the foundation for what would become Grace Speaks, establishing our work on race into a standing committee of council, baking this hard and sacred work into the church's structure, we premised this work on the gifts of the Spirit. We dared imagine a peaceable Old South Church and a peaceable city of Boston and a peaceable commonwealth and a peaceable nation where we don't hurt each other. We're not there yet. Listen now from the bylaws of Old South Church in Boston. Article 8, Standing Committees. Letter M. The Great Speaks Committee Purpose and Duties. Affirming the God-giving dignity of every human person, Grace Speaks shall promote sacred conversations about matters of race within the life of Old South Church. Grace Speaks shall foster diversity awareness throughout the church with the goal of becoming proficient at protecting the dignity of self and others. Reliance on the seven gifts of the Spirit, wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, fortitude, piety, and wonder. Grounds Grace Speaks in biblical and theological language and concepts. This is a Christian undertaking. 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 So what do these gifts of the Spirit do for us in this present crisis? With our nation torn asunder, with black bodies and black lives victims of both prejudice and inequalities for hundred years in the making. 
With prejudice and inequalities baked into the very fabric of our nation, what do these gifts of the Spirit do for us? I say everything. Wisdom. The quality of having experience, knowledge, the quality of being wise. To be God's church, to be the beloved community, is to be wise as to what concerns each other. Can you count yourself wise if you have not, in the words of Michael Eric Dyson, listened to the pain, the hurt, the agony of black people? Have you done that? Are you listening? Are you growing in such wisdom? Are you so wise as to acknowledge in the words of Kinaga Yamahata Taylor, and I quote, riots are not only the voice of the unheard, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. famously said, they are the rowdy entry of the oppressed into the political realm. They become a stage of political theater where joy, revulsion, sadness, anger, and excitement clash wildly in a cathartic dance, they are a festival of the oppressed. Counsel. In Christian parlance, this functions as a sort of godly intuition. It means being tuned in to the divine heart. Is your heart aligned with God's? As God is moved to action in the face of human suffering, are you so moved? Can you say with God, I see the affliction of my people. I hear them crying out because of their oppressors. I am aware of their suffering. Exodus 3.7. In the face of such suffering, are you with God moved to action? Understanding. Do you understand what causes your neighbor of color fear? What causes your pewmate of color despair and weariness? Can you understand how in this moment of reckoning, if you are not speaking up, if you are not visible and vocal, you are contributing to the despair and pain, the weariness and the fear, the isolation and the anguish of your neighbor of color, do you understand? Do you understand how white silence is experienced as violence? In the words of Newt Gingrich, the objective reality is that virtually no one who is white understands the challenges of being black in America. Do you understand what you do not understand? Strength, a combination of courage and resilience. Strength is required of the one who is prepared both to do good and to endure evil for the one, hear me, comes with the other. In 1968, the year he was assassinated, Martin Luther King Jr., for all the mighty good he was doing, he endured evil. Dr. King endured mortal threats to he and his family, bombings, cross-burning, hate mail, and more. 
Do you have the strength, the divine gift of strength, to both do good and endure evil because the one comes with the other? Pray to God for such strength. Knowledge, the gift of knowledge, or as in our window, cunning. This gift of the Spirit enables us to see each other as if through the eyes of God, enabling us to see and feel God's love for everything and everyone God has made. Imagine seeing our neighbors, all of our neighbors, all your neighbors, as if through God's own eyes. Piety, or in the old-fashioned sense, pity, requires humility, the opposite of white privilege, the antithesis of white power, white supremacy, and white fragility. It is only with piety that we grow in our love for those wrapped in different colors of skin, seeing them as we pray they see us, as kith and kin, siblings. The humility of piety opens our eyes to the words of Albert Einstein, racism is a white person's disease. It's like being a carrier of and vector for the novel coronavirus without even knowing you have the symptoms. You're contagious, infecting everyone around you. It's time, it's past time, get tested. Self-quarantine until you start getting well, until you test negative for racism and positive for anti-racism. Fear, fear of God or wonder, awe, it is to know in your bones the glory and majesty of God. It is a joyful awareness of God's grandeur and how small we are in comparison. It is to be whittled down to size, to experience humility, humility, to let go pride. It is the fear of God that prompts us to, to look up and to to bow down, to take in God's immensity and splendor. This gift of the Spirit takes us back to the first, to wisdom, for the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 9.10. Old South Church, our neighbors and pew mates are hurting, are in distress, are in danger, are weary of the battle. They need reinforcements. They need us to enter the fray, to stand up, show up, speak up, act up, to effect change and usher in God's peaceable kingdom, where there is no more hurting anymore. If the Reverend Dr. William J. Barber II is right, we are right now in the throes of nothing less than a third reconstruction. The first two, post-slavery, then the civil rights movement, they moved the ball on the original sin of this nation, but they didn't cross the goal line, not even close. If the Reverend Dr. William J. Barber II is right, and I think he is, we are in the throes of nothing less 
than a third reconstruction. What we are experiencing then are the birth pangs of a new and deeper justice. It is in this watershed moment, in this time of national reckoning, that we ask you to give yourself to God for the remaking, the reimagining, the reconstruction of this great nation, church. It is our responsibility and high privilege to root today's moral revolution in Isaiah's vision of the peaceable kingdom, a country where people don't hurt each other anymore, a country rooted in love and law, in justice and kindness, in fairness and equality, in reform and in inclusion. Will you get down on your knees and pray for it? Pray that God will take your mind and think through it, your eyes and see through them, your lips and speak through them, your heart to feel and bleed and pulse through it. Will you pray to become God's agent for change and justice? Will you pray hard and earnestly for wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, strength, piety, and wonder? Will you pray for these in this moment of national reckoning? Pray that God may use you and may use Old South Church to make this country fairer and kinder than it has ever been to finally and fully live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all people are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Will you pray for this? I commissioned a song, and I dedicate this new song, Seven Gifts of the Spirit, to Dr. Deb Washington, Dr. Ruth Pertillo, and the Reverend June Cooper. I invite you to stand as you are able in body or in spirit, and I invite you to sing and dance along as we all participate in the world debut of Seven Gifts of the Spirit. <laughs> 